Well, we are on a topic of faith. You see on the screen there, faith in God. And uh, it is a good topic to be speaking into. And it's a topic that I think uh, all of us just need to be continually encouraged and directed in to, uh, to just see how we're going in the area of faith. So I thought I would start by praying as we, uh, as we lean into this here this morning. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. And we thank you. Uh, as we unpackage the Word of God here this morning, I thank you that it would speak to us. I thank you for the truth that is in this. I thank you that it's God-ordained, it's the breath of heaven, and I thank you, Lord, as we unpackage it here today, that you would speak to us. And like I, I, I talked about before, that for those of us that there might be a bit of a veil in the way, I thank you that is lifted here today in Jesus' mighty name, and we would truly see, uh, see what you have for all of us. In Jesus' name, and the church said, Amen. Amen. Well, faith without a doubt, it's, the, it's like the bedrock of life as a follower of Jesus Christ. We, uh, we really can't you know, be saved unless we've got faith in Jesus, that He was the Son of God, that He did walk the earth, that He did go to a cross, that He did die on a cross, and He did rise again. That's, uh, that's the, the basis of the, uh, the Christian life, is believing that that took place. It's kind of like we've got to start with faith. And that's the most important thing in life is to get that as step one. But I want to encourage us here today that it doesn't end there, that that is just the start of the journey, that our faith should always be growing, that we, as we draw near to God and we see God in all of His fullness, our, great, our faith grows. Our faith would actually grow that as we spend more time with God, as we get a better understanding of God, that our faith would expand and our faith would actually grow, that we ourselves would actually be living life in a way where in the past we might have thought and said, it's not possible, I don't think that'll happen. Uh, yeah, that's not for me. I can't see that coming to pass. We start living in a different way and we start saying, that is possible. We start saying, I can see that happening. You start saying over your own life, no, I am going to make my way through, that, that, that we actually, as we draw near to Him, that we get a bigger and greater faith on the inside of us. And I know that that is what God would want for all of us. Even Jesus Himself had great faith. He knew going to that cross wasn't the end of it. He was living out Psalm 16.10, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. He was coming out of the grave. He was always going to rise. He was always going to make it back to heaven. He had faith for that. And we in our lives, we need to have faith. It's such a crucial ingredient for life. T.D. Jakes, he's quite a famous American uh, church leader and preacher, says this, faith becomes a bridge between where I am and where I want to go. Where I am today and where I want to go, because all of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we want to do well in life. It's good when things go well. It's good when things work out. It's, it's good. It feels good, and we want that. But how do we get there? I love that idea that faith's the bridge that gets us there, that it's actually faith that'll get us there, that we're to have faith. And we know from Scripture that God actually responds to faith response to faith. I'm a father of three children and my youngest is Cleo when she just turned five and right now her favorite thing to do at home is to be pushed on the swing. 
Now, as a father with an 11 and 8-year-old, I know pushing on swings has an expiry date. I actually really enjoy her pushing her on the swing. And we have two swings in the backyard. One's like just your normal single swing for a kid to sit on. And then we have this like double one. She likes to sit on that just on her own and she holds on to the little front. It's quite long behind her. And I push. And she likes me to not just push, but push. She actually likes to fly up in the air. And then do you know that bit where they kind of get airborne and they drop through the sky? She loves that. And I will stand there and, uh, and Pastor Mick came over this week and what was I doing when Mick got there? I was pushing her on the swing. She, she can't get enough of the swing. All she wants in life right now is for dad to push her on the swing. This morning, guess what she asked for? For me to push her on the swing. True story, it's in my calendar. I had to make a calendar invitation this afternoon at 1.30 to push her on the swing because she was disappointed I couldn't do it this morning. She, she loves this swing and she'll do all she can to continually be pushed on the swing. Now, I love it, but after 5, 10, 15 minutes, sometimes it's kind of like my arm's getting sore, I've got other things to do, and sometimes I'll just give her that final push and I'll walk off. But you see, Cleo's been working on something. She's been working on the big cry, the tears, the continued bawling her eyes out with one purpose at hand, to get dad to come back, to push her on the swing. And she is working it for all that she's got. She's doing it to such a degree, true story. It was about a week or two ago that I was inside and I could hear her kind of crying on that thing. And I'm like, no, I'm done. And then I heard Natalie call out my name, Hartley, come here. And I'm like, babe, I don't want to give in to this. And as I come out, she goes, listen, she's got her head down on the swing. She's bawling. <laughs> Day of my life. <laughs> He's broken my heart. <laughs> True story. He has broken my heart. She is utilizing this cry. This. So in the last few days, I've started to work against this. I'm like, Cleo, I'm not responding to that any longer. I am not going to respond to the crying. I said, ask me in a normal voice, Dad, can you do it again? Or, Dad, can we do it for a bit longer? I'm not going to respond to the crying and the whinging. Am I allowed to say that in church? I'm not going to respond any longer to that. I'm trying to teach you, no, ask me. It's going to work better. Just ask me. Just, just, just ask me to push you. I'm going to respond better to that. And I want to remind us here today, God responds to faith. Our God in heaven, He likes to respond to us having faith. It's all through Scriptures for us to respond to faith. Faith pleases Him. He wants us to have faith. Hebrews 11.6, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. We've got to have it. If we've got to have it, we've got to have this faith. Faith moves God to action. Faith changes the course of your life. It changes the course of your life. It's faith. It's faith. You could have two people right now, the same stage in life, with the same things happening in life. But I guarantee if one of them is one that goes to faith and the other one goes to doubt, the one that continually goes to faith will end up a lot further, doing greater things, having a better life than the one that goes to doubt. It's faith. We've got to go to faith. We go to faith. It's how we do it. And I love the story in Mark 5 of a lady we read about who knew what it was to go to faith. And if you've got your Bibles here this morning, Mark 5, 
starting in 24. And a great crowd followed him, this is Jesus, and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and whom had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was no better, rather grew worse. But she had heard. She had heard the reports about, my Bible doesn't say Muhammad. My Bible doesn't say a different doctor. My Bible says she had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. If I touch his garment, I will be made well. And immediately, can we say immediately? The flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus perceiving in himself the power had gone out of him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you and yet you say who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear, trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of all your disease. There was a lot of people probably touching Jesus on this day, but there was one lady There was one lady, and it was because she had faith. It was her faith that she got the breakthrough. It was her faith that she got healed. It was because of her faith, the whole course of the rest of her life would never, ever be the same because she had faith. And I like this story. I get encouraged in this story. And what I want to illuminate to us here today, I believe that faith has a sound. And if you're around a person of great faith, there is a sound around them. I'd ask you today, what's your sound? What's your sound? Because in a, in a decision, and it could be your decision here today, you can go for someone who leans to doubt, who leans to worry, who, who goes to a place of, I don't think it can happen, in a moment, in a day, your sound can change forever. You can now be someone who goes to faith. You can now be someone who stands on the promises. She had heard about Jesus and she was determined in her heart, if I can just touch his garment, I will be made well. She'd made the decision. I don't know how many years she'd been complaining, but she knew that there was an answer coming that day. She sought out Jesus. She went from a, a lady sick to a lady who was healed, someone who was living life. She would have been an outcast in her community. But on this day, she was going to go and meet Jesus. Dr. Jesus had something for her and she pressed through and she got the miracle because the lady had faith. She wasn't full of pride. She was full of confidence in he was the answer. And I want to encourage us today to make sure in life, to make sure that we have a sound and it's a faith sound and it's a sound that things are going to work out. It's a sound that things are happening for me. It's a sound that's going to come through. That is the sound that we can have in our lives. We can all have it. 
I want to remind you, this lady may have only ever even heard about Jesus. It could have been minutes, moments, only hours, or maybe only days before, but she decided that he was truth, that her miracles. See, you don't have to think, oh, I've got to, I've got to be like the pastors and, and go through, co- the faith takes, no, you can have the faith today. You might not have been in church for years, but right now you can turn on your faith. You can be like this lady and go, no, I'm going to go to Jesus. I can go to him on this very day. I can get the breakthroughs. My life can turn around. I can go and be all that I can be in him today, on this very day. As a pastor, I have a lot of conversations with people. I meet with people. And often my highest aim in that conversation is to speak faith into the atmosphere. I just want to speak faith because so often I'm having conversations and people, they're they're in that moment in life where it's kind of tough and hard and, and things might not be going their way and they're feeling kind of like this lady that it's been so long and I haven't got the breakthrough. All I want to do is speak some faith into the situation to speak some faith into the circumstance that that God's with you and He's for you and He's going to come through for you and He sees you right now and the future is good and the future is bright and He's going to get there for you. It's all I do most of the time is I speak faith into that circumstance. I want their ears to hear a message of faith and hope out of love. And I want it to drop from their ears into their hearts so they might leave that conversation. They might leave that meeting and they feel better about tomorrow. They feel better about their future. It happened this very week as I sat in my office meeting a young man who's gone through a really hard season for a number of years now. And as we sat and shared, I just started declaring that he's got a good future in God. If he would just put his feet on the rock of Jesus Christ, the future is good. The future is bright. To don't look at back and look at all the bad things that happened, that it's going to be a new day, that some of the things that have caused the pain and the heartache doesn't mean they have to be in his future. He can walk into a beautiful future. God has a good future for him. God's with him and for him, and it's going to be good. And all I wanted to do is speak that. And my prayer is that it would have landed in his heart, that he would carry that. And he'd carry that into his tomorrows. That he'd carry that into his tomorrows. I wanted him to hear that sound. Faith has a sound. This lady had a sound about it. If I will even touch his garments, I will be made well. She went after her miracle. I don't know what else she was saying. You know, when you're in a line and someone kind of half rudely just pushes through to the front of the line, you're like, she was pushing through a little bit this day. It was crowded. I don't know what she might have been uttering, but she had a sound of faith. She had a sound. She might have been summoned. The sick woman's coming through. She's getting healed today. Out of my way, I'm coming through for my miracle. I'm making my way to Jesus. Today's my day. I don't know what she was saying, but I know that there was a sound. There was a sound of faith coming from this lady. And the good thing is when you approach the throne of Jesus Christ like that, there is good days ahead. There are miracles coming your way. He's going to see you and hear you coming through because you have faith. Yeah, it's with you. You've got it, you've got it, you've got it. And I love that she'd heard. Next week, we're going to hear the most unbelievable story of Ian McCormack. I love hearing his story. Go and tell some people this week. Tell them, come and hear a story. You ever wondered about eternity? Come and hear someone who's, whose life ended, like ended, like doctors, 
You know the flat line? <laughs> Dead. Off. You know, getting him ready for, you know, the next part. Dead. And you'll share the story. Go and tell others so they can hear about it. Be a sound of faith. No, come and hear this story this week. Come and hear the story. A sound of faith. In 1 Kings 18, we see a great example of the prophet Elijah making a sound, having a sound of faith. It says this in 1 Kings 18, 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Ahab's a king at the time, go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Elijah makes this statement. There's a sound of abundance of rain. Now, if I was to say that right now, hey, everyone, let's, you'd be like, yeah, there's a pretty high chance, Hartley. That's not very prophetic and it's not that insightful. It was raining all night, most of the nights. Kind of came here, it was raining. You go, it's been raining a lot. It's, you know, it's not that big a deal. What would I say if it hadn't rained since the 5th of May, 2014? We woke up this morning. The forecast said sunny and 35 yet again. If for three and a half rains we had not seen a spot of rain, and I said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Because that's what Elijah's saying. It had not rained for three and a half years. And he proclaims, he makes this sound of faith. There is the sound of abundance rain. It wasn't the sound of even a, a little drop or a little, there's a sound of abundance of rain. And then in the text, it says that he sends his ser servant up. Go and have a look. Tell me what you see. The servant comes down and goes, I see nothing. There's no rain coming. So there's Elijah. He makes the sound of faith, yet the servant comes back and goes, there's no sound. He sends him again. Go up again. Second time, comes back. Guess what? There's nothing. There's, there's no rain coming. There's, there's no clouds in the sky. A third time, comes back, nothing. A fourth time, comes back, nothing. A fifth time, comes back, nothing. A sixth time, comes back nothing and on the seventh time on the seventh time the servant comes back and goes I've got some good news there is a cloud it's only the size of a man's hand on the horizon that's a small cloud you put your hand up before you but there's rain there's a cloud coming I've got good news there's a cloud coming and sure enough Elijah gets the word out he goes back to the thing and says Get ready, it's on its way. And sure enough to his word, the Bible says that a, a, a black cloud arrives, that the rain comes. It wasn't just a, a little spatter of rain, rain, wind, it was pouring. He declared it in faith. He had a word from God that there is the sound of an abundance of rain. And guess what? The rain came. Can we give the Lord a round of applause? Because I want to live life with that kind of sound. Seven times the servant went up. And maybe you're here today and, I don't know, things haven't always come off as you wanted. I believe there's a word for you today and that is to go again. Maybe it's for that job. Maybe it's the relationship. Maybe it's to buy the house. Maybe it's to go to Bible college. Maybe it's to finish the university degree. Whatever it is for you. 
keep going. Get that thing in your heart and go back again and go back again. Don't give up because Hebrews 11.1, one, our faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen, that's what it's about. We don't see them, but it's the assurance that they're coming to pass. They're going to happen. We're going to get there. And I want us today, I want us to be a group, a community that just so know the power of God, that we in our hearts are just believing. We might live in Sydney with one of the most expensive real estates on the globe. But who have we got on our side? We've got God. There's a miracle around the corner. It can happen for you. If it happened for me, it can happen for you. (laughs) I tell you right now, whatever you need in Him, go for it. But have the sound. Have the sounds. So you might be here today and thought, I'm keen, Hartley. What do I do? Real quick, I'm just going to share a few steps to help us to get there. Can I encourage us, first of all, to have the desire? Actually have desires. Have dreams in your heart and go after them. Sit before God. Find a quiet place in the house. Go for a walk. Seek God and and find out what the desire is on the inside of your heart. I had a desire as a young man once to get married. Guess what? I got married. As a young married man, I had a desire to have kids. Guess what? I had kids. As a young family man, I had a desire to buy a house. Guess what? I brought a house. Like, go to God and dream the dreams. Don't be crushed and put down by circumstance, what people may say. Dream. He's into this. God is into this. Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. So have desires in your heart. Give yourself permission to go after some things. Go for it. Give yourself permission. Think large, think big, think wonderful things. I shared that we've just come back from an overseas holiday. I had a desire 12 years ago to take my kids to Disneyland. I didn't even have kids when the desire started. But a few weeks ago, we took the kids to Disneyland. There was a desire on the inside of me. And I can tell us here today, God's good. He is good, true, and faithful. And get the desires on the inside of your heart and believe that He's going to come through. Have the desires and then decide. Just make the decision. It's going to happen. I've been telling people for 12 years, I'm taking my kids to Disneyland. I got the desire and then I decided it's going to happen. James 1, 6 to 8, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he'll receive anything from the Lord. He's double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So let's just make some decisions. And we're human, I understand. Sometimes we're all in faith and then we get knocked back and go again. Just keep getting up. Make sure that, that, that your defaults to get back up and keep going, that you just kind of bounce out of things. Because we all have letdowns. We all think, oh, this is going to be it, this is going to be it. Well, it doesn't happen. Don't just go, okay, throw the white towel in. It's never, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. The dreams and the desires of my heart can come to pass through God breathing on them. See, it's not this pride thing. It's in Him. It's the confidence of in Him. It's how we can do it and just decide. But we kind of got to get to know the characters of God and get the confidence out of here. It helps us. And do the ask. John 16, 24, ask. Next step, ask. Ask and you will receive. 
your joy may be full. Man, I learn a lot about asking from my kids. They're always asking for things. That's why I'm teaching Cleo to ask, not cry, but ask. Because I'm a father and I love my children. And when they ask me, most times they get what they ask. It's just the way it works because I'm a father and a loving father loves to give his children good things. Your heavenly father is a loving, good and wonderful father and he loves to give the things to you that you would ask of him. So let's ask. Let's not be silent. Let's ask. He probably got the calendar out today and he's putting, you've already asked and he's like, yeah, I can do that one. I'll just get like I did to Cleo. It's 1.30 today. We're on that swing. It's, it's coming. Just keep asking. Keep asking and keep asking. We had a great thing in Disneyland. Uh, we did like a three-day pass and, and uh, they have a great ride called Splash Mountain and it's quite a popular ride. And on the first day, uh, we, uh, I got to this ride and it had a one-hour wait. Who knows? I don't care if you're in Disneyland or anywhere. One-hour wait is not cool. One hour is too long to wait for any ride on the planet, if you ask me. So I do every tactic in the book to not wait for an hour on this day. I got the, the single pass and I took Jesse through the exit and uh, single passes have always worked. This is the only time ever that it hasn't worked for me well. We still waited 40 minutes for the ride. He was so disappointed with me, Dad. I was like, son, this will work. But the next morning when the gates opened, the first thing we did is uh, Jesse, Sienna and myself went straight to Splash Mountain. We got there. We were the first ones there. They opened the ride for us. They escorted us on onto our log and we sat on the log. We went around this great ride. I don't know how long it takes. It's probably a, a three, four, five minute ride and we came back around and when we came back, we looked. Guess what? There was nobody, nobody in the line. So what did we do? We got wise and we asked, excuse me, can we just stay on? Can we? Can we? They're like, sure. So we went around a second time. Guess what happened the third time? There was still nobody in the line. Disneyland have a rule, you can't run in the park. I heard that kind of rule after we had ran to the ride the first time. Third time, we, can we just stay? Three, we got three consecutive goes without getting off our log. But we asked, and I want to encourage us today to ask, to ask God those dreams and desires on the inside of your heart because He is good. James 4.2, you do not have because you do not ask. So keep asking. The next step is to receive what you ask. Therefore, I tell you, Mark 11.24, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. It'll be yours. So you ask it and you receive it. And what faith is, is kind of knowing you've got it before it actually happens. You kind of hold that and go, oh, this thing's happening. It's, it's coming to pass. It's coming to pass and the sound out of your mouth all of a sudden is a little bit different. I've got this thing. It's happening in my world. You start to, to, to talk differently. You start to, to declare things into the atmosphere that are, that, are, that are not you of old, that you of the new because you've received it, you've asked, and you know your God in heaven is giving these. Mark 11, 22, 23, ask the band to come. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass. It will be done. Says, says, you've got to say it. 
It's like the scripture says, whoever says to the mountain, but what he says will come to pass. It's be someone who says it. I love being around people who just say it all the time. I love it. I love being around our senior pastor, Pastor Phil, because he's always saying it out loud. I've been in a lot of meetings where in the natural it looks grim and it doesn't look good. But hearing those words, those words of faith, it's going to come to pass. This thing's going to work out. We're going to make our way through it. It's one of the greatest sounds on the planet. And I'd encourage you, have those sounds coming around in your house. doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. How are we going to pay the bill? We're going to pay the bills. The money's going to come in. God is with us and for us. We're going to get through this challenge. We're going to get past this sickness. My God is good. He's a healer. He didn't just go to the cross to take my sins away. He took my sins, uh, my sicknesses away. Keep speaking these things. We speak it. We speak it. And then start seeing it. Start seeing it. doesn't matter about all the circumstances. I see that thing coming to pass. I see it. There was a period in the life of our church that we looked like for all money, we were going to knock down this auditorium and have to go somewhere else. But one day I saw something. I saw myself doing an altar call to the mezzanine. The papers weren't signed. We hadn't got this thing across the line. But I saw it. I saw it. If you walked past, the auditorium was dark on this day. I was here on my own. But if you walked past, you would have seen the pastor pointing to the mezzanine. You might have thought I was a bit crazy, but I was seeing it. I was seeing it. For the last year or so, some of our new arrivals have been sitting up in the mezzanine. What have we been doing every Sunday morning? Altar calls to the mezzanine. Christmas Spectacular in a few weeks, there'll be altar calls to the mezzanine. There's actually a whole lot of people up there right now. There's altar calls happening up there. You see it. You see it. For you walk by faith, not by sight. And the last one is act on it. Works accompany faith. So also faith by itself. This is James 2, 17, 18. So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You just keep moving. I had that dream for Disneyland seven years ago. I started to speak it seven years ago. I started to save for it. Putting money aside so we could have it come to pass. There's always actions along with the faith. You just, okay, that's the dream, the desire. Start to see it. How am I moving towards it? It might be, oh, I want to be a doctor. Guess what? You're going to have to go to university. I don't know another way in this country to be a doctor. Might be Bible college. It might be here just dreaming of meeting that that dream partner, that life partner. Start taking steps yourself to get yourself ready. Be the best person on the planet you can be so that you're ready. Like, start taking the steps. And I just want to encourage us to have a sound. Have a sound in your workplace this week. Have a sound in your family home this week. Have a sound to your flatmates this week. Have a sound if you even live in a unit on your own this week. Make the sound one of faith. Be speaking to people in the cafe after the service. Just have a sound of faith coming out of your mouth. Because not only does it help us, it helps others. It helps others. Just be speaking it all the time. My health's turning around. 
of getting fit. I'm like, lead with your words. Lead with a sound. And I'm believing with all my heart you'll find yourself just on a great direction in life because He is a good, good Father. He is so good. And He wants to lead you to the greatest life you can ever imagine. Can we give the Lord a round of applause here this morning?